0: understand how this works yeah you're picking a movie from the list of john candy movies
1: was that not a john candy that
0: you think tom hanks could do as good a job if not better and of all of the movies you picked you think tom hanks could do uncle buck
1: you we just said bachelor party the synopsis of this movie is bachelor and all-around slob buck babysits his brother's kids and hilarity ensues he's messy in bachelor party remember he's making like the potatoes all gratin and like the raw i think he's fun he's goofy like tom hanks was considered for this role but he turned it down Really? He turned it down because he was filming Turner and Hooch Yeah, so this is like Bachelor Party Rick Gasco Mixed with the lesson learning of man-child Striebeck from Dragnet uh, You got a little combo uh, He would crush the interrogation scene with Macaulay Culkin Where do you live? In the city You have a house? Apartment Own a rent? Rent What do you do for a living? Lots of things
0: Welcome to Buzz in the Tower A podcast dedicated to the movies of the 1980s Prepare to be stuffed in our DeLorean and taken on a trip through the best decade of film ever.
1: Hey Mo, we better back
0: up. We don't have enough road to get up to 88. Roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. Buzz in the towers brought to you by Sonic Loans. You can find them at sonicloans.com. Max, the Fed is trying to pull a swap, a Freaky Friday, if you will. It is? Yeah, they're trying to raise that rate up to what it used to be in tender year. What tender year is? I don't know. Past year? Sounded right. Yeah, whatever. Understanding the process. Feeling comfortable with who you're working with. Charlie and his team, they're in your corner from start to finish. More now than ever because everything's changing again. (laughs) Charlie and his team at Sonic Loans are laser focused on making sure you get the best percent, best experience. They're going to take care of you. 30-year, 15-year, adjustable, fixed. They're the group you want to work with. Reach out to Charlie. Tell him that Buzz in the Tower sent you. Tell him you want the swap freaky. No, don't tell him anything. Just well, the tell him. Laser Buzz in the laser focus tower. one? Laser focus. Just are we, him,
1: are we talking real genius laser or you, short circuit Just laser? tell him
0: that Buzz in the Tower sent
1: you. That's my laser. No,
0: I'm not. It's not. All you need to know is that the laser's on your team.
1: NMLS number 1955 855. Not available in all states. Not a commitment to lend. Additional requirements apply. Visit sonicloans.com or call 313 488 4888 for more information
0: in the Tower is also brought to you by Bolton Legal Group. You can find them at boltonlegalgroup.com. You can also call for a free consultation at 248-595-0001. I would not swap Saul Goodman. For Ian Bolton. How do you It's all feel about good, that? man. Yeah. How do you feel about that? <laughs> well, Saul's kind of shady. He's a great lawyer. <laughs> Aggressive. <laughs> efficient. When you have to deal with an attorney, it's no different than a plumber. Nobody's calling a plumber for good reasons. That's why it's so important to have people that you trust, people that will work hard for you. And in Bolton Legal Group, there's no B team. There's no C team. It's just all- Plumbers. It's, it's all plumbers. Michigan, Ohio, Nebraska- Antarctica. Anywhere. They're here to help really? you. Really? No, not anywhere. <laughs> They're there to help you. Call Bolton Legal Group. Tell them that Buzz in the Tower sent you, specifically if you need help with contract law, business law, uh, bankruptcy, anything along those lines. They'll, if, if it's legal, they'll take care of it. Nice. All right. Today's episode, Tom Hanks, John Candy Movie Swap. On episode 28 of Buzz in the Tower, we pulled A Freaky Friday with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone. We asked and answered a seemingly simple question. Which movie, if any, could we switch these two action hero gods and still make it work? Today we're back at it, but instead of talking muscles, we're talking bones. Funny bones, that is. Waka, waka, waka! On today's episode, we'll look at the 80s catalog of two comedy giants, John Candy and Tom Hanks, and see if we can pull a parent trap with their most beloved characters. I'm Mo Shapiro, and joining me as always, the Josh Baskin to my Chet Ripley, Max Sanders. And with that, let's get swapping.
1: You had to put Fozzie Bear in there? Yeah. Don't disrespect Fozzie. Was bones because the burbs, when they're staring at the bone, just like,
0: ah. Are, you are we already talking
1: Hanks? This is what the
0: episode is about. I didn't know we were gonna jump right into it like that. Thomas Jeffrey Hanks, born oh, July 9th, here 1956. We go. Here <laughs> no, no. we go. Let's do some house cleaning first. House cleaning? Housekeeping. Housekeeping. We keep our house. We don't clean it. I clean my house. Max, welcome to the show. Salutations. Oh boy. We got another one. Another banger. Remember, if you want my ball. To and you think, become <laughs> sick, sit oh, all yeah, the little So I Married an Axe Murder. I was
1: thinking of uh, Austin Powers. That it sounds was. like Fat Bastard. That,
0: that, it's funny you say that because yeah. Mike Myers, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I Married an Axe Murder. Is he, does he sing it in both? He is playing his father, and he doesn't sing that in Austin Powers. Oh, I thought he did. No, no, no. You kind of have the Scottish thing going. That's, that is him doing his Scottish father oh, singing. Got it. So I I'm seen. excited that you thought you didn't even know the movie. Yeah. Have you seen So I Married an Axe Murder? No, uh, I need to. Great movie. Yeah. Move head now. How <laughs> it's a canon on a toothpick? I don't know. What you're doing. There is a scene in *So I Married an Axe Murder. It's my one of my favorite Mike Myers scenes ever. He's getting drunk with uh, his son Charlie, his best friend, and he, I don't remember even how it comes up. But he turns to him and says, "It's a well-known fact that the five wealthiest people in the world meet tri-annually in the meadows. The Pope, the Vatican, the Queen." And the Colonel before he went tits up. Aye, the Colonel and his wee BTIs. He puts an addictive poison in his chicken that makes you crave it. I'm butchering it a little bit. It's all from memory. I think I missed the part. Oh, they're called the Pentaverit. They're called the Pentaverit. Let's reel this back in. Sorry. We should probably talk about 80s movies yeah. and that. Sort. Max, I'm telling you, the 90s movies are creeping on me. Stop it. All right, all right. We have so much to cover still. Like, follow, subscribe, join our posse, patreon.com. Slash buzz in the tower. Best way to support the show. Apple Podcast. Follow us, leave a review, subscribe Spotify. Buy some swag. Yeah, buy uh, yes official. Thank you. I always forgot that.
1: Two people at my bar last night came in with Buzz in the Tower Shut hoodie. Shut your I mouth! I was like, "That's awesome." We're like, "Drinks are on Sanders." I like that. I like that a lot. They might be tricking the system though, because the people outside let them skip the line. Of course,
0: <laughs> dude. Watch this episode's going to yeah, yeah, come out. We're yeah. going to see crazy sales. So what you're saying is, at the bar no. whose name we don't speak of, no. if they buy swag from our website, you'll let them skip the line. That is incorrect. Okay, good i'm glad we're on the same page free drinks to all patreons uh no i mean we love the support continue it we do not have a buzz in the tower buzz the tower patreon today because we have no new added patreons we may have saturated the market we got a lot of Patreons. (laughs) we did a few hundred so we'll we'll go at it again and we'll invite as they come uh max what else do i got anything uh top gun's coming out soon top gun maverick she is right around the corner you see that last preview i did got me very excited Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, you being excited is really important to me. So now that all that's taken care of, social media, at buzzinthetower.com. Obviously, follow us there. And uh, I think I covered everything else. Spotify, leave us a five-star review because we are a five-star podcast.
1: You ready to talk about Hanks and Candy?
0: Episode 28 of Buzz in the Tower.
1: Heated a little bit. You
0: and I dared to boldly go where no man has gone before. Schwarzenegger and Stallone. Tango and Cash. Cash and Tango. That's Kurt Russell. Boddicker. Sorry, I'm a short-circuiting. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, short-circuiting. Yeah. Do you like that? Yeah. Input. We did movie swaps. No. A little Bane. Just nope. a taste of Bane. No Bane. A little Bane. One Bane. One Bane. Schwarzenegger and Stallone, swapping them was something you did. <laughs> Proud of yourself? Yeah, bye. There you go. Uh, I was born in the you dark. Said, well, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> done. I'm done. Episode 28. We <laughs> took the full 80s catalog of Stallone and Schwarzenegger. I ride a little bit harder, like a, a little bit harder for Schwarzenegger than you do. Yeah. So I took the position of. So you're a front runner. There you go. I took the. <laughs> jerk. <laughs> I took the position of what are three movies that I think Schwarzenegger could have been in that were initially Stallone movies and that he could pull off. Yeah. I think like one of the ones I picked was Rambo 3. I said I could see Schwarzenegger doing Rambo 3.
1: And we argued about Predator.
0: And we argued about, you said you saw that Stallone could do Predator and at first I argued with you but then I kind of conceded that yeah. I could see him doing it. Nothing is over. That is the worst nothing is over. Nothing wrote, is over. It's much better. Thank you. Yeah, it was a little soft. We're way too soft. Nothing is over. Nothing, nothing is ever time. over. Anytime. My short stubby Susie. She's so sweet. We should do a whispered episode. Ka, 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 shh, shh, shh. <laughs> Anyways, now we're going to do it with comedians. And it was a little trickier, right? So Stallone and Schwarzenegger, a little bit easier to have contrast. Because they're the rival. Exactly. I knew what you were talking about despite (laughs) not being able to make a whole word. But it's true, right? You could interchange them. So when you think about comedians, we struggled to think of what comedians would work. You start saying Chevy Chase, okay? But the reality is Chevy Chase has his own unique personality. It's a little bit prickly, uh, a little bit jerk. It's it's
1: Vince Vaughn. It's very overconfident.
0: That's a great example. If we were doing outside of the 80s, I would say absolutely do Vince Vaughn. Wow. Great call.
1: Overconfident, arrogant man-child who's handsome.
0: Boy, wow. What a great... I never thought of it. You're right. Basically, that's what Vince Vaughn is. Yeah. Vince Vaughn could play Chevy Chase roles like it was 9,000%. Oh, great call. But we had to think of two comedians that they had like a similar flavor to them. And it was interesting because we landed on John Candy and Tom Hanks. And I think this works well for a couple of reasons. One of which is you love Tom Hanks. You love John Candy too. And I love John Candy. I love Tom Hanks too. But this works well with us aligning. So you're taking Tom Hanks. I'm taking John Candy. Yeah. The other reason this works is because the lovable goof, right? Like you're pulling for these guys in almost every movie they're in. You love them. You're you vested in them. You don't always feel that way about Steve Martin. You don't always feel that way about Chevy Chase. You don't always feel that way about yeah, Bill that's Murray. True. Yeah, You know, like they're, I think, and they're, they're hilarious and they're fantastic, but these two, they are the nice guys. there's a chance they could be interchangeable, but the tough part is the physical part. That's why I struggled with when you try to get over the fact that one is, you know, kind of tiny and thin and the other one is John Candy. Is it's Tom not it's, small. Hmm? It's not small. I I think he's know. like six foot. Well, in the eighties, he was like, you know, he wasn't like a built dude. No, he's he a thin guy. Yeah. More Jim Carrey. There you go. Yeah. Somebody stop me. No, no, no. There you go. So today, Max, we're going to take three movies. I'm going to take three movies that I think John Candy could have played the role that Tom Hanks played and would either be as good or, God forbid, better. And you're good luck on you picking three movies. I already know there's one movie for sure you could do it. There's one movie that I absolutely would agree with you if you picked it, but I don't even know if you've seen it. There's a ton of them. This uh, is easy for me. Uh, then you've, you've failed. So now I'll shred you to pieces. So other than that, you want to talk a little bit about Tom Hanks? Yeah. Okay. Talk a little bit about Tom
1: Hanks. Thomas Jeffrey Hanks, born July 9th, 1956 in Concord, California. Candy's six years older than him, just so we know like the timeline difference.
0: Important to know. Yeah.
1: Mom was a hospital worker. Dad was a cook. He's half English, half Portuguese, divorced parents, and he moved 10 times before he was 10. Apparently... He was hated in high school by teachers and kids. This blew my mind. He was a Bible-toting, evangelical, like, religious... What is, what is
0: evangelical? Evangelical? That. hmm
1: Yeah. <laughs> For several of his <laughs> younger years, and he was kind of a geek in a spaz. And you would never think the most likable guy in North America would be hated in high school.
0: It's weird. I, I could see how he was really? disliked. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay, fine. Whatever. <laughs> so he was really into Shakespeare, uh, went to Cal State, dropped out of college, moved to New York City in 1979, His first film was a slasher film called He Knows You're Alone. And it's 1980. We should watch it. They wanted to kill him off, but he was so likable, they kept him. How great. I mean, that's the definition of Tom Hanks right there. That's Tom Hanksy. Yeah. And his films have grossed $9.96 billion worldwide.
0: Not just in the 80s. You're talking his whole cattle. Yeah, yeah.
1: But that's like a small country. That's pretty cool. All right. And he's the third cousin, four generations removed, of Abraham Lincoln. I did not know that. I know, right? (laughs) And he sold concessions at Oakland A Games as a teen, owns over 250 typewriters, he's played six captains in movies, he has 10 real-life biopic roles, and Wilson, Wilson, from Castaways was sold for $18,400. Max, great work.
0: Thank you. Leave it to you.
1: Yeah. That's all I got. What about you, Candyman?
0: Born in Newmarket, Ontario. Of course he's Canadian. John mother effing candy, which that was his name. (laughs) No, I'm not the mother effing, (laughs) but John candy was his name. His father was from Scottish and English descent and his mother had Polish and Ukrainian roots. So he's a mutt. He was a big guy yeah uh, he, football star yeah football star he was always interested in losing weight trying to lose weight on uh, a couple of the movies they shot brought all of his gym equipment with him yep in addition to that second city we don't talk a lot about second city tv because we're focused more on the movies but that's really where he cut his teeth Ackroyd and, and yeah, all those guys he was great the thing about john candy and we did an episode uh remembering john candy and i'm not gonna rip through 500 facts like you did because i find it disgusting <laughs> and i don't I'm really not jealous. a big fan of it i'm a, a little bit jealous <laughs> but the thing that always blew him about john candy is that the and this is also i would say true for tom hanks there is no disconnect between who they played on tv and who they were in real life or in the movies or in real life like these are two very genuine people yeah the every ever story i've ever heard about him meeting fans he was huge into football as well didn't he was a part owner of some the the argonauts? Oh, yeah i think it was, was it the argonauts it was okay that's what i thought A good team my favorite john candy story is I'm, i butcher it every time i tell the story it was a 49ers game and was it Montana that went into it was the, the huddle?
1: It was the Bengals game. It was yeah. the Bengals game. Yeah.
0: And he said, hey, take a look. That's John Candy yeah. in the stands. That's cool, dude. Everybody loved John Candy. Yeah. Uh, he was very sensitive. They made fun of his weight for some award show and he wouldn't come back and do it.
1: When you hear him talk in interviews, He's very soft-spoken and this kind of like kind smile. Steve Martin said it best. He's like he's this very sweet, very lovable guy who was kind of broken inside. Yeah, it's like oh,
0: he knew he was gonna die. His family had a history of heart, heart attacks, attacks at young yeah. ages. Yeah, I mean, most of the stuff I have is kind of like sad stuff. Um, he turned down Saturday Night Live, which I think is fantastic because I'm I, I have bitter feelings towards Saturday Night Live. I've I never don't, watched. I, don't it. Fi- I did when I was younger. Yeah. I don't find it to be very funny anytime like now not Pete Davidson guy no no I'm not a PT I have nothing against him other than I don't think he's that funny but I will say this too when you sit back this is probably what led me to go more towards John Candy than Tom Hanks I love the movie big other than that I could live with losing what Tom Hanks did in the 80s for me 1990 Joe versus the volcano that's like tied with big is my favorite movie from Tom Hanks and then you've said this before he has a 10-year run of the best films ever in the, 90s. In, the in the 90s yeah, yeah. John Candy was the eighties. There is no eighties without John Candy.
1: Yeah. Him and Hughes. Him and
0: Hughes are un- inseparable in my mind. Yeah. And my favorite movies with the exception of like Goonies, which he easily could have been in. It would have been great. Would he have been sloth? Uh He could have been one of the Fratellis. Yeah. I could have seen him playing a bad guy. I mean, the one role that we never talk about, which is again, why he left way too soon was JFK. It was great. Where you really saw his acting chops and he could have gone on to have such a career. Anyways, he passed away. It's terribly sad, um, but I'm ready to jump into what roles we would swap I want to start though by talking about what roles they were in. So I have a full full list yeah. of their catalog. Let me hop to it. All right, let's start with Tom Hanks. Let's. 1980 he played Elliot and He Knows You're Alone, the movie you were just talking about. 1984 is where My Love Addiction with Tom Hanks started. Bachelor Party. So great. Rick Gasco <laughs> Uh, eighty four Splash as Alan Bauer. Eighty five, the man with one red shoe played Richard. Uh, eighty five again, Volunteers. Uh he was Lawrence Bourne the third. Lawrence Bourne the <laughs> third. Uh eighty six, The Money Pit, Walter Fielding. Eighty six, also Nothing in Common, David Basner. Eighty six again. He had busy eighty six. Every time we say goodbye, he played David. Eighty seven, Dragnet, Striebeck. I thought he was I thought that movie is highly underrated. It's awesome. I really like Dragnet. It's great. Uh, 88 punchline, Steven Gold. 89, The Burbs, Ray Peterson. No relation to Sloan Peterson. And then 89, Turner and Hooch. I like Turner and Hooch. There's a lot of people that ride hard for that movie. I'm not one of them. Well, Dog Murder, I know.
1: I can't. That's why I can't watch you it. You didn't prepare me for it. It was, was it's emotional. Yeah. It's
0: emotional. Now let's get to my guy, John Candy. 1980, Double Negative. He played John. It's creative. <laughs> 1980 again, the Blues Brothers, Burton Mercer. The 81 Stripes, he played OX. 81 Heavy Metal, he did a bunch of voices. Uh, in particular, the young little boy having the fantasy. I always remember so his weird. voice. They're so weird. Eighty-three National Lampoon Vacation, Lasky the Wally World Guard. Eighty-four, he was in Splash with Tom Hanks, which I should note. I did not pick any roles where they were both in the same movie because I thought it would get too confusing.
1: Yeah, you kind of burst my bubble with okay. that. Okay, well there you but go. But you know, Tom Hanks was originally cast as Freddy I in Splash. Know? Nope. And then they were
0: like, "Okay, let's get John Candy in. Why, too. why don't you stick that in your fact bag and uh, go sit in the corner until I'm done?" Thank you, Brewster's. <laughs> Brewster's <laughs> he played Spike Nolan. Follow that bird. One of my favorites. (laughs) What is that? That's the Sesame Street movie. Oh, yeah. He was the state trooper. Summer rental, 1985. He was Jack Chester, 85. He was also in Volunteers. You remember who he was? Uh, Tom 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 Tuttle Tuttle from from Tacoma. Max. Sorry. I I know
1: it was a tongue twister
0: with T's. Yeah, there you go. Mr. T. You ever watch that cartoon? No. Mr. T and a bunch of gymnasts, and it's a cartoon. Is it fun? It's it's out there. It's definitely <laughs> out there. Eighty six, armed and dangerous. Frank Dooley. I love that movie. It's so great, it's so great. Uh, Little Shop of Horrors in eighty six. He played Wink Winkleson. Weird. Eighty seven, Spaceballs. Barf. Eighty seven, points, <laughs> trains, and automobiles. Dell Griffith. Eighty eight, she's having a baby. He was as Chet. It was like a small cameo. I wouldn't even count it, but I got to put it in there. Eighty eight, The Great Outdoors. Chet Ripley. I think on our John Candy episode did I not make the case this was my favorite John Candy movie yeah I think because you're him I stand by that Yeah. yeah I stand by that 88 Hot to Trot the voice of Don the horse classic 89 Who's Harry Crumb he played Harry Crumb also, in '89 Speed Zone, which a lot of people don't know, the third technical Cannonball, <laughs> Cannonball run. run movie, uh, Charlie Charlie Cronin, and then '89 Uncle Buck Buck Russell. Yeah, so he had a bang in '80s. There's like 16 movies, right? That's a lot of movies. Yeah. So Max, the way this goes, and of course you get to decide who goes first. You are going to select a movie that you felt Tom Hanks could do that originally was a John Candy movie, and I'm going to slap you across the face. Like Will Smith at the Oscars. And we're going to see your wife's
1: name. Keep
0: John Candy's name out out your your mouth. mouth. Super weird. I don't know. Who's going first? I'm going first. You're going first? Yeah. All right, Max, give me the movie that you think Tom Hanks could do a better job or as good a job as John Candy in.
1: I'm going to put a smile on your face. Armed and dangerous.
0: America, get ready for a new breed of heroes. Columbia Pictures presents. Yeah. John Candy. <laughs> Eugene Levy. Right. Armed and dangerous. Ah, oh, this was a mistake. They're on a mission.
1: Undercover. Special assignment. <laughs> Very hush-hush.
0: Shut up. John Candy is Frank. What are you looking at, you shit? Oh, it touched me! I got my Christmas goose early. <laughs> Eugene Levy is normal Sounds a little sucky when you say it out loud. Together? We look like a dance team. They're armed and dangerous. You had to pick three, so I thought this would fall into it. It's not the one that I believe is the best one, but it is one that I, in my head, was like, okay, I could see this.
1: There's so many arguments about this. First of all, it's 1986. A fired cop and a useless lawyer sign up as security guards and find they've joined a corrupt union. And
0: it's uh, Eugene Levy. Yeah. That's, that's the problem I have is can you imagine Eugene and Hanks? Yeah. Aren't they two like. Hank's Sim- a stri- neurotic Jewish kind of likeness to him, even no. though Tom Hanks isn't Jewish. No.
1: Well, first of all, about the movie, it was right, originally sorry. originally supposed to be Belushi and Aykroyd. Then it was Ramus and Aykroyd. And then Candy and Aykroyd with John Carpenter to direct. Yes. He was actually signed on.
0: I did know that. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy.
1: So you're talking about how Hanks could play this role. He can play the serious, competent cop in Turner and Hooch. That's been shown before. Right. And he can play the goofball, dragnet cop. And Frank Dooley, who's John Candy's role in this, is pretty much both. Do you think Eugene led the movie? No, it's was Candy. Was it? Well, Candy was the straight man,
0: but Eugene had the relationship with Meg Ryan. No, it was John Candy. <laughs> no, sir, it was not.
1: Oh, that that circumvents my best argument. <laughs> that Meg Ryan. <laughs> well, they should rewrite it so Meg Ryan and Tom. How did you not away. remember that? I don't know.
0: He had no relationship really, except for those like two girls that they found to go to the party with. You don't remember this movie very well. <laughs> I remember. I've seen this movie a lot of times. Yeah. I don't. know. This is weak. But, I mean, now you could put Hanks and Meg Ryan together. Right? I, like, I, I, right. I love when I pop your balloon and it goes. Pss-? And Hanks could rock a fifty caliber pistol. I don't know, man. See, the thing is, in this movie, John Candy is not normal John Candy. In this movie, John Candy is very John Wayne. He's a little
1: rough around the edges. Right.
0: Yeah. Give me a movie where Tom Hanks is like that in the 80s where he's like this. Saving prior, Ryan. That, that must be the 80s version I ever saw. <laughs> All right. Well, you fizzled out on the first one. Good job, Max. Anything else? Pew. Good job. Are you ready for me to crush it? I have three good ones. Okay. I don't know if you'll like this one or not, but I'm willing to debate it with you. I'm starting off with a little movie called Bachelor Party. Rick Gasco is a man who lives to love. A man with talent. Good taste. I uh, hope you like potato salad. Good news. I'm getting married. Yeah, right. Yeah,
2: Let's have a Bachelor Party and and
0: his bride debbie
2: it's you was raised in a different world Rick, we don't have a dog oh that's too bad that's a waste of some good fat bachelor party
0: starring tom hanks a man's tradition every woman should know about so you're taking my favorite hanks performance and you're muddling it so before i even explain why you're an ignorant you know what let me explain what the movie Bachelor Party is about, although I don't know that this kind of movie needs that big of an explanation.
1: It's a Bachelor Party.
0: Ricky. Oh, Ricky. Ricky is about to marry Debbie Thompson, the Debbie Thompson. It's Tawny Katane, Katani right? Katan. Tawny yeah. Katan. Uh, her parents hate him. Obviously. Her old boyfriend hates him. Kent! <laughs> Kent, this, this is, is God! God. <laughs>
1: His Porsche is so funny. That's great.
0: So his friends decide to give him the bachelor party of all bachelor parties. Awesome crew, too. In an expensive hotel with booze, adult movies, and ladies of the night. And a donkey. Yeah, and a donkey. <laughs> As everybody catches wind of the elements of this party, we get a little monkey wrench in the plan. So first we have his fiance and all of her friends who are furious. Yep. Then we have his soon-to-be father-in-law who's trying to sabotage everything by hiring Kent. Kent. And isn't his dad's convention there too that night? Yeah, it's not a convention. Stepdad, I mean, or father-in-law. Father-in-law. It's not a convention. It's one of those weird, like, those tassel hats. I can't remember what they're called. Oh, yeah, shiners. They called him in at the last minute to be like a guest speaker because someone couldn't be there. Yep. So there's a lot going on. Yep. Bachelor Party is vintage Tom Cruise. Unforgiving, unrelenting Tom Hanks, not Tom Cruise. Yeah, there you go. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> your eyes lit up. Like, correct it. Correct <laughs> it. So this is why I think John Candy could pull it off.
1: In the 80s, he didn't really get the girl, right? Uh, yeah, I shouldn't even say who's outright. Harry Crumb was the only one, really. Yeah,
0: he didn't get the girl, and who's Harry Crumb? Didn't he? No. Oh, Let's try to do your research a little Sorry. better. Sorry, he had a flirtation with the girl's little sister. Yep. and I don't know that it ever went anywhere. But there was, I can't think of any romance that he's been in other than in Uncle Buck with his long-standing girlfriend and it's not mushy, but it's yeah, cute. It is. And then in the great outdoors. Yeah. They're good. They're good. Connie's good. But again, like he's not this lead romantic. Oh, uh, the, the, the third cannibal run movie. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> what a garbage movie. The speed zone. Is <laughs> I that like it's called? it. Speed zone. You would like it, but think about it, right? Tom Hanks, in this movie, he's he's lovable he's, lovable. he's goofy, but he's he's a good person. Yeah. He doesn't want to deal with the ladies of the night. He doesn't want to cheat on his wife. Okay, fine. He likes ant- he likes antagonizing his father. He's a man-child. Yeah. yeah. So I think I think he, I could see him riding a uh, driving the bus. I could see him being that goofball. I see Chris Farley. <laughs> I Chris Farley would be great. That Veronica Vaughn. <laughs> Okay. It's a good first start. All right. That's, that's a single. That's, that's a single. All right. Good. Yeah. Max, it takes us back to you. What do you have for your second film? And remember, this is my weakest. For sure my weakest. I've got some stronger ones. But for your second one, you've got a lot. You've got nothing but up to go because your first one was hot garbage. You're going to be upset. <laughs> what do you got? Uncle Buck.
2: Buck Russell had always been the black sheep of the family.
0: Oh, I'm stunned that I'm related to you. Oh.
1: Until one night. Buck, we have a problem with the kids. We're stuck for somebody to watch them.
0: Oh, please, not that. Can we trust him? My brother, for God's sake.
1: I won't let him get into that Satan stuff or any of the new chicks. I'll leave that for me. Wow. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. Huh? I'm Buck Melanoma, Molly Russell's ward.
0: He's. Would you just. John
1: Candy. Uncle Buck, the new comedy from John Hughes. Wow. You have much more hair on your nose than my dad.
0: How nice if you to notice.
1: I'm a kid and that's my job.
0: Coming soon to a theater near you. Do you understand how this works? Yeah. You're picking a movie from the list of John Candy movies.
1: Was that not a John Candy movie? That
0: you think Tom Hanks could do As good a job, if not better. And of all of the movies you picked, you think Tom Hanks could do Uncle Buck?
1: We just said Bachelor Party. The synopsis of this movie is Bachelor and all-around slob. Buck babysits his brother's kids and hilarity ensues. He's messy in Bachelor Party. Remember, he's making like the potatoes all gratin and like the raw. I think he's fun. He's goofy. Like Tom Hanks was considered for this role. But he turned it down. Really? He turned it down because he was filming Turner and Hooch. I mean, a ton of people were. So was Joe Pesci, Travolta, Murray, oh, Belushi. Pesci, that would
0: have been. I thought that was the best one. I don't know. I just, I think when you start picking, maybe my initial reaction was like the Predator reaction when we talked about Stallone and Schwarzenegger. Yeah,
1: so this is like Bachelor Party Rick Gasco mixed with the lesson learning of man-child Striebeck from Dragnet. Uh, you get a little
0: combo. I don't know, though. Like The other thing, too, is that he plays such like an old man in this, in my mind. you know, like he's eighty nine?
1: He's, uh uh he would crush the interrogation scene with Macaulay Culkin. Where do you live? In the city. You have a house? Apartment. Own or rent? Rent. What do you do for a living? Lots of things. You don't think so? Uh, and also, like, you know, he always stands up for his loved ones in movies. The scene with the uh, vice principal, it's like, take that quarter and go town. Ta- take that quarter. Good, co- good
0: luck. Good luck on getting through this whole quote. I can't. No, no, no I got no, it. it. I'm not editing it. Yeah, I'm not right. playing the out. I want to watch you scramble through this. Take
1: this quarter. Go town. Ta- take <laughs> this quarter. Go downtown and have a rat gnaw that thing off your face. Good day to you, madam.
0: Yeah, oh, There you go. Third try. Uh, third? Third. You're being very generous saying third anything.
1: try. I don't know. Tom Hanks in a bowling shirt and a fedora? I need it. I don't know. Freeze frame Tom Hanks I've never seen at the end. That'd be fun.
0: <sighs> it just feels dirty.
1: What movies would I pick that would you make you not, happy?
0: Not Uncle Buck. Name one. No, it's not my job to name one. It's your job to name one. you're poo-pooing mine. All right, I will poo-poo yours. All right, uh, that takes us back to my next pick, which is a little film called The Money Pit.
2: Anna and Walter are young, single, and in love. They've got good jobs, fabulous futures, a magnificent new home that they bought for a song. Who says they can't have it all?
0: fun fixing it up you'll see this is an old house it's gonna need some work five grand five thousand dollars just a deposit a
1: little work a little care a little
0: imagination and
2: it's gonna be great the money pit if they've got what it takes it's going to take everything they've got coming this christmas from universal pictures
1: U.S.O.B. I love this one. Like you did well. This is actually funny. Him falling into a crevice and being stuck is hilarious.
0: Walter Fielding and Anna Crowley must start looking for a new house, but they can't afford much. This changes when they buy a beautiful mansion at a ridiculously low price. The catch: the second they move into the house, it falls apart. Literally. This is every person who's ever bought a house. I loved this movie as a child, mm. as a teen, as a young adult. I you feel it, and now I love it in a whole different way. That I actually own a house. I'm, I mean, you know, I'm remodeling my basement right now. Yeah, it's like every day. Every day, there's something that comes. Have the stairs falling apart. No, they haven't. Have you gotten stuck? No, no. I, I wouldn't put it past myself though. John Candy, the physical aspect of his comedy oh, yeah, would be perfect this. for this. And the other part of it too is that again, the romance between Shelley Long is like a wet blanket to me. Like there's, like actually, you, you know, hate the, a wet blanket. You know, movie that, where she like has any type of like romantic appeal. Popeye? No that's Shelley Duvall <laughs> No it's Shelley not. Yes, it's, it is. it's not Shelley Long it's Shelley Duvall. You can look it up. Yes it's Shelley Duvall you ape oh. <laughs> Shame on me for even looking that up It absolutely and we just talked about this The Shining the other day. Okay. <laughs> Remember I just mixed
1: up the last name. sorry Shelley,
0: Shelley Long Troop Troop Beverly Hills. Yeah yeah. Uh Cheers She's great. Shelley Duvall The Shining.
1: Oh yeah you're right <laughs> It looks similar. (laughs) It don't look similar at
0: all. Shelley Long, where I said, where I was about to say, and so you grossly interrupted me with your madness. Sorry. Shelley Long is the only time I remember really feeling like the the magnetism was. Oh God. When she played a lady of the night and the Fonz was helping what's what, what, what Nightship. Oh, night ship. Thank yeah. you. The Fonz. Like, that's so Henry funny. Winkler, Henry Winkler. But she had some scenes in that where I was like, okay, I could see, I could see the sex appeal. Yeah. N- not so much in ba- uh, bachelor party, not so much in money pit. And that's why to me, this fits well with candy being in it because their relationship, Tom Hanks and her, there wasn't like this big romantic pull. It was, no, mostly it was more about, adversarial yeah. and they were breaking things. And, and again, John Candy was a great physical actor. He could take a good fall. And the, indignation of it all and like, him freaking out oh it would yeah. be great it would be great so that i my hate pick. you but i like this pick there you go and there you go max as we're speeding through this that takes us to a perfect moment for a commercial break where we're gonna do some swapping of something
1: advertisements for finances yeah
0: there you go all right let's do it Buzz in the Tower is brought to you by Dolby Real Estate. You can find them at WeAreDolby.com, the premier real estate group for all of Michigan, all of the world. In my 43 years on earth, I've never seen a housing market like the one that we're dealing with right now. Yeah, it's bananas. Nuts. Obviously, the market's boiling hot. Finding a real estate group that actually works with you to make sure that you're getting above asking. Now you're getting 15, 20 different bids, sight unseen, So it's navigating through what the best bid is, making sure that you're not left holding the bag and you lose all the other possible people that want to buy your home. Dolby Real Estate, this is what their expertise is. They're selling homes left and right. They're all over Southeast Michigan. First class organization all the way through. Great agents, great systems, great marketing. Uh, Remember in 2021... $400 Four hundred million dollars in sales, a thousand homes sold. They're going to blow those numbers out of the water in twenty twenty two. I can tell you that right now. Reach out to Dolby Real Estate Group. Tell them that Buzz in the Tower sent you, and get ready to sell your home or get into your brand new forever place. Woo! White picket fence, Max. Something nice for you. I don't have a fence. No, you don't. You need one. Yeah. Talk to Adobe Real Estate. <laughs> that's some good ads. Delicious, as oh, you say. Oh man, I do. Yes, say that. yes. Oh, that's the worst. Yes, yes, yes. You've ever. Yes, done. yes, yes. Much better. Much yeah. better.
1: Okay, my last turn, right? Your last turn.
0: Woo! The big one. What? <laughs> Nothing. Don't
1: laugh at me. I'm laughing at you. Okay. Uh, this is the obvious one. I'm not sure if you're going to love this or hate this. It could be a coin flip. The great outdoors.
2: Ow. Uh, all right. Uh. This is Chet.
0: You remember me, Chet Ripley?
2: How are you doing? Oh, this is his family. <laughs> you can run around Dang. here naked as a bear yeah. and not worry about running into anybody. This is Roman. What a gas. This is his family.
1: I'm waiting for the heads to rotate around and bomb
2: a peach soup. Dan Aykroyd. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, 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 John Candy. Nah, 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 nah. The great outdoors. Outdoor fun for the whole family. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that had to hurt. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I will break your face. You don't
1: think Tom Hanks could play a family man? No. In 1988, a Chicago man and his family go camping?
0: You're asking that as a question? <laughs> I am are Ron you, Burgundy? Are you? I, I, <laughs> I am Ron Burgundy. All right, synopsis on my favorite movie ever. Go ahead. Uh, that was it. They <laughs> just go camping. They <laughs> go camping. A
1: bear comes and messes with them a little bit. And also, he's a brother-in-law, Dan Aykroyd, who messes with them.
0: Yeah. The I actually think you could make a case that he could play... Dan Aykroyd's character. No, he's
1: not the heel. He could be the heel. More than he could be Chet Ripley. Well, we already know Hanks and Aykroyd have chemistry from Dragnet, and this is a role where Aykroyd is a pain in the butt, just the same. And Hanks fits the overworked family man who goes I a little crazy. I can't see it. No, like the Ray Peterson it. and the Burbs a little bit. I can't see it. Okay,
0: because even I mean, let's let's save any comments on the Burbs as that may come up soon. But I don't know, Max.
1: Well, the old '96. You we- know, the, the,
0: here's the bottom line. I'm going to cut you off. I'm I'm just sticking the mud on this because I'm a candy guy. So yeah. like for me, even thinking about Tom Hanks doing this, I'm having. In trouble wrapping my head around.
1: The it old well. 96er would be funnier. This little guy trying to <laughs> take down ninety six ounces of beef. You sound like a little
0: kid. Ninety
1: six ounce by the way, someone told me it's Mort's kid from uh, Family Guy. Oh
0: my God it is. Yeah. It, it is. Th-
1: thanks, Brian Lavender. Oh, that's
0: great. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. It is Mort's kid. <laughs> that's so I thought really of, good. I
1: thought about planes, trains, and automobiles, but you need Del Griffin to be this giant pain in the butt physically. Yeah. Yeah. So no, you're
0: right. That wouldn't work. All right. Whatever.
1: <sighs> so what were your picks?
0: I have no passion for this. I had no picks for you. I had no idea. I didn't want to touch any of them. The one, the one that I thought would be probably make the most amount of sense. Brewster's millions. Oh yeah. That's pretty good. Because, I, no I, one. because yeah, I thought like the role wasn't like overtly candy and Tom Hanks could play the buddy. And I, I thought that would work. I yeah. thought, I thought him and Richard Pryor together would be kind of a cool pairing as well with the gold uh, catcher's helmet. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. All right. That takes it to me then. Right. I got to wrap this bad boy up. All right, big shot. What you got. Right. I want everyone to know you're, you're sick. <laughs> I have to tell everyone, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. Um, I've been puking
0: you've been like stopping every three minutes to go throw up
1: so if you notice when you said uh, in Spaceballs you said barf you you laughed randomly and it was because I was barfing (laughs) so if you play back the episode that's
0: why Oh uh, Jesus! I'm trooping through. You're doing the best you can. It's really for me. It's terrible because you smell terrible. and I, I, I sit across from you and your face is green? I'm sorry. I'm usually very hygienic. I know. I know. Uh, I'm a mess. You're a mess. You're doing the best you can. Hey, you know what? Not every episode can be a perfect <laughs> episode, Max. This will just have to be what it is. I hope this makes it. I, I believe in this episode. I you believe in this? episode. Watch just be the, our. It's a little episode that could. Let's just be the sympathy episode. This is for those out there. It's like you poor man that haven't joined our Patreon yet. Please join our Patreon. So, so that Max I can get medicine because he looks like he's dying. All right, that takes it to me, Max. 1989 banger, The Burbs.
2: All Tom Hanks wanted was a quiet vacation at home.
0: This is what I need, Carol. I, I need this.
2: Welcome to Mayfield Place. A typical street in The Burbs.
1: Morning, Walter
2: where nothing much ever happened. Walter's dog just took a dump on Rumsfield's lawn again. until the Klopex moved in. Klopex? Klopex. Klopex. No one goes in, no one comes out. The neighbors from hell. I'm going over the fence, and I'm not coming back till I find a dead body. Ah! Tom Hanks.
0: I think we are overreacting. No. The Burbs. It's one hell of a neighborhood. Hey, honey, I think we should move. You're wrong on this one. Tom Hanks is perfect in this. You're like so unconvincing. You're like you're wrong in this one. Tom Hanks is great. I'm dying. Listen, I, I recognize you're doing your best. You're making fun of me on air. You're because you're, you're you're literally. I told you we could cancel the show a hundred times. The show like, must go on, the show, and you are giving me. A C plus effort. I thought best. this was a good episode because you're delusional and like you'll challenge me. Like, oh no, this is great. What you... do you?
1: Does that make you? that make you? Why would you be... do that? Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Temple of Doom.
0: Stop it. That's
1: gross. people. <laughs> people at home are going to freak out.
0: People are to turn off this episode. People are you. This is, see, this is good. This right here is compelling okay. podcasting. <laughs> talk about the burbs. No, I want to talk about a nice pork sandwich served is, in an ashtray. <laughs> yeah, dude, come on. This is mean. <laughs> that's the only thing I know to do. If left with no with no real camaraderie between the two of us because you're weak as a kitten, I just have to kind of rag on you. It's making me feel better okay. about the episode. Whatever gets us through. That's, that's, this is for the people.
1: Okay, I love you guys. <laughs> Talk, talk about the burbs, you meanie. All right, all right.
0: Uh, do you remember in the burbs the scene when they have the sardines on top of pretzels and they're yep. serving that as a snack?
1: It's gross, and they're redheads. I remember. Talk about why. Hey,
0: is that, is that redhead? Uh, is that Malachi from- uh, I don't know. Is it- <laughs> See, this is what I mean by you not contributing on the episode. Because you're, you're done. You're delaying now. I'm not delaying. You want me? You want to get to the end? Yeah. You can't rush a good episode. You said so, it stinks. So what are you up to this weekend? You got anything going Puking on? Cooking at home and sweating. No, you're doing really good. You're doing great. Talk
1: about the, for people that don't know the burbs. What's the burbs about? It's about the burbs. <laughs> Hold on. i get, get
0: to the burbs. See, this is great. Yeah, I'm glad you're happy. This is fantastic. Oh, that's really good. He's a man of peace in a savage land, suburbia. When the secretive new neighbors move in, the clopics, the Klopex, the Clipex, whatever. <laughs> sure. Suburbanite Ray Peterson, no relation to Sloan Peterson. Uh, again? Again. And his friends let their paranoia get the best of them as they start to suspect the newcomers of evil doings and commence an investigation. But it's hardly how Ray, who much prefers drinking beer, reading the newspaper, and watching a ball game on the tube, expected to spend his vacation. Him and Carrie Fisher. Great movie. I think John Candy could pull it off.
1: You think he'd be too, like, slovenly with the neighbor who's kind of a bigger dude?
0: You alright? Yeah. You good? That was a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I won't do it anymore. I just... You look like a weak puppy. <laughs> I can't help so myself. So when you see you weak kick, puppies... Kick the can... puppy. Okay. I didn't make you nauseous, okay. Max. This is making me nauseous. The light made you nauseous.
1: Can <laughs> you talk about why John Candy would be good in this role? Because
0: I don't think so. <laughs> well, why don't you be good in this role, Max? Because he's too... Tell the people.
1: He, he needs to be a little bit more straight-laced and like, unhinged. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: Do you wanna punch me in the face?
1: A lot, yeah. You too,
0: it's okay. I understand. Don't pass
1: out. I know. Uh smirching john candy i'm man. sorry
0: i'm sorry i think john candy would be good in this movie because he could play the family man you mentioned this in the last one we were talking about chet in the great outdoors i think he could pull off being a part of the family and the who's harry crumb sneakiness like yeah. f- uncovering the crime but aspect. not sneaky really yeah right right and the meltdown aspect of it i, I if when i was walking out of the house with fire right yeah. i could i could see that the bones scene too. The bones. That's my favorite scene. Waka, waka, waka. No. The funny bones. Yeah. Max. You destroyed me on that. Would you like me to conclude the episode for you so we can get you to the infirmary?
1: To my defense, volunteers and Splash were the ones I wanted to swap, and you wouldn't let
0: me. Hey, hey, let's just go to the Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight. Thank God. Max, our Buzz in the Tower fan spotlight. (laughs)
1: When I, hear, when I hear stuff like that on podcasts, I get sick. That's
0: good. You're fine. You're being mean ASMR. To ASMR.
1: You're being mean to our fans. You're fine.
0: Do you make fun of your kids when they're sick? No, because they're my kids. I love them. Ouch. <laughs> and they don't screw up my podcast.
1: Yeah, I guess not. With low
0: energy and no responses. I thought and- you're just a stickler.
2: For-
0: <laughs> I'm a stickler for having healthy co-hosts. Anyways, Ian Levy. He is the creator of the Instagram page at Totally Awesome 80s.
1: One of the best pages. It is.
0: Uh, the 80s is eight zero s. So go check them out at Totally Awesome 80s. 182,000 followers. His yeah. content's incredible. And super great dude. Someone we've been in touch with and connected with over the years, plural now, because we're wow. on year number two. We are. Um, you know, he's someone who would tell Max, you know, just. Call in sick. Never. And you don't have to come to the podcast and give what, what most people will call your worst effort.
1: You know what? Because you have to make fun of me that you're going to keep this because it made you I'm happy. I'm keeping this all. Yeah. This is
0: great. When you're replaced, I'm going to play this back to you and be like, this is the day that you lost your job. Contract. <laughs>
1: we have a contract. Yeah,
0: that's right. <laughs> oh, That's so good. All right. Anyways, why don't, we have, why don't we listen to what Ian had to say? Yes. So you can take another break and go barf. Hey,
2: everyone. This is Ian. From Totally Awesome Eighties on Instagram, and the guys over at Buzz in the Tower have asked me to give my opinion on this week's eighties movie swap between John Candy and Tom Hanks. Both these gentlemen have done uh, amazing works, lots of eighties comedies. Love comedies, my favorite genre of movie. So that that's I, I have no problems talking about comedy. Uh, two movies that these gentlemen appeared in together uh, was Volunteers and Splash. Splash, funny movie, love it. Daryl Hannah. What can I say? Uh, but the uh, the one movie I'm I'm talking about today is Armed and Dangerous, and I really do feel that uh, due to his comedic nature, I mean that's that's how he started, Bosom Buddies. He was on Taxi, Happy Days, sick. Those are sitcoms. But uh, Tom Hanks picking up the role of Frank Dooley opposite Eugene Levy's Norman Kane, I think it would have been a would have been a great duo. Uh, actually, funny tidbit here, uh, the role of Norman Kane, uh, was originally intended for Tom Hanks, uh, but when T- Hanks couldn't do it, John canny suggested his, fe- uh, fellow veteran, uh, SCTV star Eugene Levy take the role, and, uh, well, you can see what happened there. Uh, Armed and Dangerous, funny movie, I... You know what? I might actually go pop that in my Blu-ray player and watch it tonight. Granted, I got to be up at 5.30 for work, but you know what? It's an 80s movie, so I'll check you guys later. Check me out at Awesome 80s on Instagram.
0: It's a so, great it's a great pick. I told you. You, I,
2: you, you, you argued against
0: me. I, I, It sounded different coming from <laughs> someone who wasn't sick. He knows the stuff, too. He
1: does. The Eugene Levy part. I mean, Tom Hanks was supposed to be in this movie. Yeah. That's wild. There you go. And it is a great movie. It's really it fun. It's
0: the best. You're, You're the best, Max.
1: The best. You know, uh, the director is the same from Commando. I did know that. Yeah. So he knows a lot of stuff. I'm glad. I hope you watch it. Can we
0: take a picture of you? Yeah, <laughs> post sure. Post it. You, can. Your eyes are like hollowed out. You look ill. Like you look, I'm going to catch whatever you have and it's going to be the worst. I'll murder you if I get sick. Sorry. Ugh. All right, Max. Well, that wraps what I would argue is the worst show we've ever done. <laughs> but I mean, maybe when I edit it, it'll sound a little bit better. But uh special thanks to the garbage can, the toilet, uh, the paper towel. Uh, thanks for being a trooper. Just so everybody th- knows... I didn't know Max wasn't feeling well. He I didn't showed know up, he showed up and we got like a few minutes into recording and he goes I got I got to go puke. <laughs> he came back and his face was green and white. Like yeah. a Sparty. that's yeah. terrible. <laughs> wow. Random Sparty <laughs> Uh, And that concludes our episode for the day. Max, how we, do you want to... We did it. We did it. Yeah! I, for anyone listening, I hope this wasn't your first... There's fir- your energy. I hope this Shut wasn't it. your first episode. If it was, please go back and listen to any other episode other than this one. And uh, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify. Review, rate, all that fun stuff. Uh, join our Patreon so we can get Max um, some Verners and saltine crackers <laughs> or whatever the hell he needs. That sounds nice. It sounds really nice. Uh, do you have a fever? Are you breaking a sweat now? I'm hot and cold. Jesus Christ. My arms- you, probably, you probably have like Ebola, <laughs> and I'm sitting here laughing. I'm going to say. You I'd like bleeding out my eyes. Babe? God, you're the worst. You're such a baby. Okay, I'm going to end the episode by saying rest up. Feel better. Because if you do this next week, you're off the show. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye.